Hello, and welcome to Coffee with Crane. I'm Joseph Patrick. This is the season one finale of Coffee with Crane, so we wanted to end on a bang. Brexit. It's already happened and the transition period comes to an end on December 31st of 2020. But there's a lot yet to untangle before the new year begins. So joining us today to talk more about this, from the UK, the Director of Customs and Trade Compliance, Peter Rodwell. From the Emerald Isle, we have Ireland's Country Manager, Chris Deans. And joining us also today is the Regional Vice President of Europe, the Middle East and Africa. We're delighted to bring on Jason Stretton. Welcome to Coffee with Crane, gentlemen. Thank you very much. Thank you. Now, Brexit is a historical moment in time for the UK and EU relations. And ahead is the huge task of establishing just how these two entities are going to conduct trade with one another in 2021 and beyond. So, Peter, you've been working really diligently on covering this for a while now. I'm going to start with you. Tell me, uh, what will the road and air transport be like after the Brexit transition period? Specifically, will they be given free movement? So... 2300 hours on the 31st of December, free movement ends. That means customs processes, both for export and import, then commences along with all the other controls. The end. Wow. The end. Uh, Jason, kicking it over to you. How has Crane Worldwide Logistics in the UK prepared themselves for this exit from the European Union? Well, you know, it's been a, a long journey. It's been in the media. It's been on. It's been on the radar for quite some time, and so we've had our whole team across UK and Ireland and the wider region engaging with our clients, hosting seminars, being a good client advocate uh, right through the whole process. Uh, and through that, we've also then um, structured our own business. We've centralised the brokerage team in both UK and Ireland. We've invested in some additional bonded warehousing and some strategic partnerships with some of our um, trucking vendors so that we can give access to the market uh, to all our customers. So we've been working on it for quite some time and um, uh, yeah, we, we believe we're ready, but I, I don't think anybody can truly say they're ready because we're still wondering exactly what's going to happen. But we've we've ticked all the boxes we feel are important and we're, we're ready for any eventuality. Excellent. Now, you mentioned being a client advocate. Chris, how can we help our clients facing Brexit challenges in Ireland? Well, I think from an Ireland perspective, and Jason briefly touched on it, um, there's three core areas of value where we believe we can really help our clients. Um, one is is we've increased our footprint in the bonded facility. Um, second would be alternative transportation solutions. And what I mean by that is a lot of product that would go out of Ireland would transit through the UK. So we would look at avoiding the UK land bridge as an option. Um, and also, uh, Jason also mentioned from a centralised brokerage point of view, we've upscaled significantly our brokerage team here in Ireland to cope with the increase in demand. Oh, wow. So avoiding certain trade routes and finding new ways to get around. So absolutely. Yeah. Not complicated at all. Uh, Peter, you stated earlier that goods are going to require customs clearance on both import and export. Can you tell us a little bit more about the open skies and the arrangement for trucking permits? So part of the agreement that would have to happen with the EU is how aircraft and trucks move across the two, uh, two countries or the two uh, regions. Um, that essentially potentially ends on the 1st of January. Uh, until there's an agreement, we don't know how that's going to move forward. But at least there is some good news because uh, there is an agreement that at least for six months it will continue as it is. So not all bad news. That is a, a little silver lining for people to, to hold on to. 
Now, uh, Jason, back to you. Uh, you were talking about how prepared uh, you and Crane were and other people were, but uh, how prepared do you believe both European and UK suppliers are based on there just being a few days until the transition period? Well, it's a, it's a mixed bag, really. Um, you know, larger scale customers have different challenges than the medium and smaller sized. So it's been on the radar for a long, long time. Um, and people have been trying to prepare, but as I mentioned earlier, it's it's what they are preparing for is the difficulty. Um, there's been some news today that there's a potential breakthrough. The 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 worst possible scenario is a no deal Brexit, which is essentially you know a complete wild west out there in terms of what may happen. Um, but today there's been some kind of positive news coming out of negotiations. I do believe um, customers are not ideally prepared because, as I mentioned. They don't know the full scale of the impact. That's where our uh, solutions come into play, where we're trying to spread that risk across mitigating factors that Chris outlined, I mentioned earlier. So it's a mixed bag and we're here to help should clients come into any specific um, difficulties. I think it's going to be a very jarring reality once this slams shut here pretty soon. Uh, Chris, any final thoughts? Yeah, I think um, from our side and from what we see in the market, um, I don't think a lot of clients fully understand the pain in the chain in terms of the supply chain um, and the various levels of complexity within the supply chain um, and the various levels that Brexit will bring. I mean, from our point of view, we're ready. Um, we will. We would ask all our clients or to think about, or any potential clients, to think about um, the worst case scenario, and in this case would be a no deal, um, and what would the supply chain look like and what areas of the supply chain can would they need to improve on or need support on? Um, because to Jason's point and to Peter, we're ready. We've tried every eventuality. We've mapped out multiple different supply chains over various different scenarios. So our advice would be we are, we're ready. Well, it's clear to me that at least the people here at Crane are, are as ready as can be and are willing to help our clients through this Brexit transition as much as possible. And it seems to me like y'all are, are ready to help in any way you can. Uh, gentlemen, this has been a very educational time for me, and it's certainly an interesting time to be alive for sure. I wanted to thank you all for joining me today on Coffee with Crane. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate thank it. You. Take care. Now, if you, dear listener, would like to get in touch with these three gentlemen, their contact information will be included in the show notes. This is the final episode for season one. Join me next month as we kick off season two of Coffee with Crane. Goodbye now. Goodbye.